Welcome to Holiness Connection, a podcast with interviews, discussions, and practices to explore a deep connection. I'm Sonia, and I hope that you find a sense of support and encouragement here. I believe we can all feel a profound sense of connection, of what I call holiness, connection to ourselves as we accept our life journey, our vulnerabilities, and our paradoxes and contradictions, connection to spirit in whatever way and form that's calling to us, and connection to each other, which Holiness Connection explores in a series called Deep Calling Deep, how we can be with each other. everyone, I'm Sonia and this is Holiness Connection. Today I want to introduce some of my thoughts for Deep Calling Deep, a series on this channel that will explore how we can connect with others in our world. So I recently watched the film Mission Joy about the friendship between Archbishop Desmond Tutu of South Africa and the Dalai Lama that was part of an event called the Global Joy Summit. So I watched that film and then some other events as well that were part of the summit. The friendship between these two men was amazing. They didn't actually see each other all that often. They were of different religious traditions, but they just had that kind of friendship where they could pick it up again, you know, across a lot of time that had passed. Uh, They you know, teased each other. They were just able to connect in this really natural and deep way. And it reminds me of a scriptural passage from Psalm 42, which I'll read to you. It is, Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. Uh, That quotes more directly about seeking God in times of trouble, but the deep calling to deep aspect has always struck me as such a beautiful and profound metaphor for all connection. A quote from that Mission Joy film from Archbishop Desmond Tutu was, a person is not a person without other persons. We are part of this delicate network. And that's also what I'm going towards here, that we're all connected and part of a delicate network. And exploring this as one of Uh, the intentions that I have for my content, that we can explore how to connect and be with each other more deeply. We need it and our world needs it. So in some of the other Global Joy Summit events, there were psychological researchers who looked at emotions and also how we connect with each other socially. In one talk, pro-sociality came up, which is our intent as individuals to benefit others or society. Um, They talked about a study with babies that contrary to the commonly held thought that we are born selfish and that society's rules um, sort of sort of temper that and and are what make us more social. They found that when babies were first able to show uh, show what their motivations were and and show an act of volition, they actually went towards kindness immediately. It was also shown that people's first impulse when they had a decision that might lead them towards kindness or more selfishness, if they didn't have a chance to think, that also also went towards kindness when they hadn't had a chance to think first and they had to make a quick snap decision. Researchers talked about it as as we grow older that we become in a lot of ways wiser because we have interactions that are more negative sometimes with people and we become more self-protective. And so that can be a good thing a lot of times. But it can be difficult to remember that natural pro-social impulse because we, we also have as humans a skew towards 
seeing the negative and seeing things that might be a threat over the things that are more like the kindness and that other kind of prosociality. So we're going to see more of that. And I want to quote from one of the researchers, Jamil Zaki, about that. It's kind of a long quote, so I'm going to read this one too. He says, in our modern world, we are going to continue to be bombarded with information that raises our sense of threat and reduces our feeling that we're capable of being there for other people because it makes us feel that we can barely be there for ourselves. And it shows us the side of people that scares us the most. You're going to hear more stories about selfishness than selflessness, about cruelty than kindness. The question is whether you want to believe what you're hearing or whether you want to look a little more for yourself. It's important to realize that the information we're hearing is skewed systematically. To remain skeptical, what evidence do you have for that in your life? And what evidence do you have of the opposite? And so that's the question I want to leave with you to hear today, to think about, to ponder, and to consider in your own life. I would love it if you have any thoughts, questions, responses to that that you'd like to leave in the comments. And I'll see you next time. Hey, everyone. I'm Sonia, and welcome to Holiness Connection. What is the potential for the gift of presence that we can offer, not only to ourselves, but to others in the world. Today, I want to share with you a poignant story of the miracle of presence. Hey everyone, I'm Sonia, and this is Holiness Connection. So the story I want to share with you today fills me with awe, it inspires me, it's a powerful story, but it's also a difficult story, so I do want to put a content note at the beginning for suicide and for the death of a child. That way you'll be able to decide when and if you'd like to engage with this content. So, the miracle of presence. We may realize this is true from experiences of deep listening to those close to us. But I also believe it's a way that we can connect with anyone, with everyone, interacting on that level that I refer to as deep calling deep. The personal story I want to share today is from one of my mentors, who I won't name for the sake of the privacy of the story, but she did give me permission to share it with you today. She was in a training program for chaplains, for hospital chaplains specifically, and she was called in after a tragedy had happened um, where a teenager had committed suicide. So she was there with a whole team and the mother, and the mother of, the, of the teenager. And people were gathered around the mother, offering words. There were doctors and nurses there. And she didn't know what to do herself. She, my mentor, went, went into a state of mindful presence, of holding space, you know, prayerful presence. But... As she was doing so, her mind was also telling her, you're doing nothing. What are you doing? Uh, and was really castigating her for not being able to, you know, do more. But she did hold with and trust in the presence. And even as her mind did that, she stayed present. After a while, someone informed the mother that it was time for her to go view her dead son. And they told her that she could take someone with her. And the mother looked up and looked around at the people gathered around her. And she looked at my mentor, her gaze landed on my mentor, who, had not in, who didn't know her, who hadn't interacted with her at all yet. And she said, I choose, I choose her. She pointed to her and said, I choose her. And then my mentor went with her to view her dead son and to be with her during, as my mentor says, the hardest thing she'll ever do in her life. And what she could offer to that mother as they were in there together was her continued presence. It's an awesome story, a powerful story, 
and it speaks to the way that we can connect to each other through this kind of deep presence. Another aspect you may have noticed in this story is that my mentor's mind was at odds with her, with her presence. Uh, and that was okay, as long as she didn't listen to it, right? She still had to trust that presence and trust in staying present. Have you had experiences like this? Perhaps in the midst of tragedy or maybe in some joyful moments or maybe just in everyday life. Remember them, lean into them as guidance in our world and with each other. And if you're willing, I'd love to hear about it in the comments. I think we can never be reminded too many times of the miracle of presence and how we can trust it. Thanks everyone.